You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. No. Okay. Welcome to Super Dragon Bros. Recorded on November 9th, 2020. We are your hosts, Dirk and Stev. I be Dirk. He be Stev. How you doing, buddy? Hello, friends. It is I. <laughs> Such a... Stev. Such a great entrance. Every time Stev walks into my house, he does that Vince McMahon strut. Every time. Yeah. Welcome to the most objectively good gaming podcast that is out there. We are the gooderest podcast. The gooderest. Absolutely gooderest. All other gaming podcasts are both boring and dumb. Uh, they are wrong, they are bad, they are bad wrong, and we have to do the opposite of bad wrong. Good nod, Deb. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You know exactly what I'm referencing. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best scenes from, from Kung Pao Into the Fist. I fucking love that movie. That That is what united my, my buddies and I back when I... Uh, uh, used to watch that one. And uh, so we are recording by going through Twitch this time, just like we did last weekend, after how how fun I had from doing so. And, and then being able to put it up on as a video on YouTube, just being able to edit what I need to, just cut the fat around. Lots of fat. But now we have it so that if people want to listen in while we are recording, they can just go to Twitch and uh, hang out with us, uh, give us some uh, some comments, shut my goddamn phone off. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, we also have the YouTube channel, Arrogant Media. If you want to be able to watch the episodes instead of listening to it through iTunes, Google, we're on Amazon as well. We're even on iHeartRadio I and uh, Stitcher and Spotify. There's a lot of ways that people are able to find us and support us. There's no wrong way to do it whatever you're doing to listen to the show do it but also share it like a vd to as many people as you possibly can i don't care if you are aware of this vd that you have as you are sharing it and the and the police have to be alerted do it jesus <laughs> all right do it, do it help us help us become twitch uh, associates or Twitch uh, affiliates? I guess. One I, of those. Yeah, that would actually be a good goal to accomplish here. So, and uh, we've got, uh, uh, let's see here, Sarah Narty on uh, the uh, Twitch stream here. We've got Dick Marmalade. We've got, let's see, Sleepy Sith Lord, also known as Hitmonkey. Uh, great to see you guys here as we are doing this. So, let's go ahead and get this on the road and start off with the... Games of the Week. Games of the Week. There you go, Sev. All right. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but on the 4th of November 2020, a game came out on Steam that has been out for a while and has been fairly popular. You know, for uh, EA, it's been doing well for itself, called Apex Legends. Oh. Oh, it sounds like... Uh... Sounds like one of those free-to-play games. Yeah, it's 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 one of those free-to-play games. It's, of course, a battle royale, but the only reason why I'm enjoying this more than I actually enjoyed my time in uh, Fortnite is uh, I don't have to f- keep fighting 12-year-olds that are on Adderall building the Tower of Babylon. 
Okay. Or, sorry, the Tower of Babel. Yeah. And it's uh it it's fast paced. It feels more skill. Like it 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 feels like I actually have a chance. Everyone's on a everyone is on a level playing field and I don't have to learn extra extra bullshit in order to play the game correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It just it, it feels better. Like you can have the best gun in the game. But if you fuck up, you fuck up hard. Yep. And I think Apex Legends really, you know, it, it, it tickles my fancy because I also, I love playing hero shooters. So basically what hero shooters are is that you pick a character, these characters have abilities, and they interact differently with the game entirely. So my favorite right now would have to be Rampart. I don't know why. It's, it's, she's just a cocky Indian woman with a giant minigun, and she is my favorite girl. Yeah. And it's it's super cool because they all have passive abilities, they all have their regular abilities, and then they have their ultimate abilities. So Rampart's passive ability is she reloads her minigun and uh LMGs a lot faster than anyone else in the game. Uh her she can put down cover that you can, you know, take cover behind, and then while you're shooting behind that cover, it amplifies the bullets so you do more damage. Yeah. It makes the bullets come out of the out of the gun faster, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It, it's sci-fi. I, I don't, I don't know got, about you, but uh, but last I knew, bullets are supposed to come out pretty dang fast. Yeah, but what if you make them faster? Uh, you know, yeah, you got me there. You got me there. Yeah. So it, it makes them come out faster, and then of course she gets a giant ass minigun that shoots people real good and real fast, and that makes me very happy on the inside of my heart. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, Papadopoulos84 in the stream here. Hey, dude. Uh, I actually do follow you on uh, Twitter. Uh, neat guy. Yeah. We have uh, Sarah and Artie saying definitely avoided Fortnite. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dick Marmalade saying I need to get another camera for Stev. That's actually another thing here. We do need to get another camera so that way we can get Stev here on this, uh, you know, visual, visibly on the stream. No, I want to do I want to do my really cool tricks, but only on audio only streams. What what happens is you are Charlie and I am your angel. Yeah, oh, yay! Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Sith what that Lord. really means here. <laughs> Sleepy Sith Lord says I never played any hero shooters. The closest I got to was Warcraft Three. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I sure sure I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just every single time that I tried to get into Fortnite, like I would never play the regular game modes because I didn't want to build. Yeah. I felt building was boring and a clutch. So when I when I tried out Apex, my brain just immediately went, "Nah, this is this is I'm I'm going to enjoy this a hell of a lot more than Fortnite." Yeah. So I just, so I picked it up. I've been playing it for God knows how long. I think I already have about 40 hours on the game so far, and it only came out in the 4th. So Doing all right on my part, and I'm gonna put out some more, more hours this week because I am weak in the knees. Yeah, for games like that. Um, as far as my games of the week goes, uh, mine was uh, the new demo for the new uh, Hyrule Warriors game that's coming out. So I never really played a Dynasty Warriors game, actually. Really? Yeah. In fact, one of the the only real experience I had with it bef- before uh, tonight of booting up the demo was watching Dr. Mitchard play it and watching this kid at my college play it. And, and when I, like, he had a group of people surrounding him, watching him play this on this, his new gaming laptop. When I asked, hey, you know, can, can I try this? No. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really like you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that 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 guy was really weird. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and actually, as Sleepy Sithor is saying in the chat, uh, you need to play Dynasty Warriors Gundam. You are fucking right. Yeah, I actually played the demo of that right. before it came out too. I for I don't I don't know why I forgot that, but it was. Yeah, I actually played that before it came out, and and that was a lot of fun. I don't know why I didn't pick it up either, though. But either way, uh, my my exposure to this game is actually very positive, for the same reasons that I like Diablo three where it's just nonstop killing as many things as you possibly can. That is exactly Dynasty Warriors to me right now, and it feels good just racking up those numbers, building up that bubble as big as I possibly can before it eventually pops. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, Dynasty Warrior games are are games that, in my opinion, you just turn your brain off and you just go. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how I always feel when it comes down to Dynasty Warrior games, like any sort of game like that. So... The big one that I got into was Fire Emblem, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, so it's you know f- f- Fire Emblem, but Warriors, so it's like yeah, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh yeah. So that's it for the game <laughs> games of the week. Then let's go ahead and move on to the gaming news. I've got a got a couple of good ones here actually. Ooh. Gaming news. So first off, I got this from Dick Marmalade just a moment ago here. Sony reveals the PlayStation 5 games will be region-free and the console will support PS Now. And uh, in fact, it's long overdue for things to be region-free at this point. So now we've got that going for it. Now the other thing I want to bring up, though, Project Melody. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah. Yes. So... uh, not my favorite VTuber, but I actually do like her, though. She's not, she doesn't have the kind of uh, um, personality to me as like Neoners does, but well, the I can re- see why people like her, though. The, the reason why people real why her fucking career took off real quick is because uh, she is, uh, as far as I know, she's a very big star on a uh, website for cultured gentlemen, apparently, <laughs> called Chatterbait. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, boy, howdy, is it a, it's an adventure apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those of you that don't know, it's webcam, it's, it's webcam stuff where people do things and they do them, they do them all right. And then they get money for doing them. I'm not going to get into it because we're on Twitch right now. Yeah. uh, (laughs) But I can't for a moment though. Uh, the, The reason why she... Uh, gained so much popularity was because she was a VTuber on a uh, website for choking the chicken. Yeah, and she was gaining a lot of a lot of uh, notoriety to the point where women were pissed off at her. Yeah, it's she she gave them something. I mean, she gave people something new. Like, yeah, I don't know what you want. <laughs> yeah, but why do I bring up Project Melody though? Well, the reason is that she got herself banned from Twitch. Why though? Well. She did business with a guy that made the skin for her, who made the model that she uses for her streams. And uh, this person decided, well, you know what? Uh, I don't feel like you're paying me like you should be, so I'm going to uh, submit some DMCAs. Oh, no. And for those who don't know, that is highly illegal. That can get you in a, in a shitload of trouble by fo- filing false DMCA claims. Um, 
I don't know why people still do this. Like we have seen consequences of this happening before and like it all goes back for me. It all goes back to the, the days of Thunderfoot and Venom Fang X going at each other about this and Venom Fang X deciding, you know what? I'm just going to copyright strike your videos because they feature me. Uh Uh-uh. Don't ever do that. No, no, no. You do that. That is the big dumb. You'll probably get your yourself in a lot of legal trouble too, especially if the person you're DMCAing lawyers up, which they absolutely can do. Now, the problem with DMCAs though, is that it can also bring someone out of privacy because you then have to be able to give out your, your contact information, including your address. If you decide to respond to those DMCA claims against the person. So what a lot of YouTubers are is at the mercy of whoever is submitting those DMCA claims. Yeah. It's a, it's a shitty tactic. Yep. And so instead of just taking it lying down, what project melody did was she tried fighting back by exposing what was going on. So she had the receipts of the exchanges between the two of them. And you, you were able to see that melody was actually trying to pay the person for the work that he did, but he kept going, nah, no, no, it's okay. No, it's all right. Which for a lot of people that causes some major trust issues. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, okay, where are the strings? Where are the strings that you're going to cut? Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a shitty thing to do, especially if you, I, I, I always, I always kind of, I always kind of subscribe to the saying of like, no, nothing free is actually free. Yep. And this is going to be one of those things. Like, I, I, I think he tried to do the whole, like, well, I mean, I made this for you, so I'm going to guilt trip you into making me money. And then that failed miserably. So now he's going to do the shittier thing to do. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to file DMCAs on you. Yeah. And yeah. So, the, God, yeah, it, it never works out. So let's see, let's see what happens from here at this point. I do think this is going to end up with him taking, you know, dropping those DMCA claims, but I want to see where this goes. So like this, this whole thing about DMCAs and, and false filing that like this is whole this is all why uh, Ethan and Gila decided to uh, create this pro this crowdfunding organization to make it so that people would have some way of being able to fight, fight back legally if this happens to them. So mm-hmm. you do this and you're not going to get the ire of just that person that you're claiming the, you know, making the claim against here. So speaking of VTubers, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the week. Topic of the week. So Stev, do you want to lead us through this one? Okay, so VTubers, we all know them. They're basically anime girls on YouTube or Twitch or, you know, in certain cases, Chatterbait or wherever else that they are, or Billy Billy for that matter. Um, Basically, what it is is that these people take on a anime persona and they use that persona to play games to, uh, you know, take on personalities that they wouldn't take on before. Uh, and it, it it and it takes off pretty easy because again it's a new thing right yeah and yeah. and it's it's enjoyable because the people that are that are taking on these personas are you know enjoyable to watch enjoyable to 
listen to and 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 they're just enjoyable entirely. Uh the big ones that you're going to be that you have probably heard of already would have to be uh Hollow Live, uh Niji Sanji, uh Nyaners and her group. And it's 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 taken off and it's and a buddy of mine was talking about that a few nights ago, but before we ever before we ever had this, we had some downtime. Like no one, no one else was in the shop, so I started talking to him about that. Like, hey, do you you know about these uh know about these girls? And he said, like, yeah, I've been following them for a while, and he described it as it's a new way to enjoy let's plays. Like, think of them like. It's 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 just it's just girls that are that are streaming, they're playing games, and they're getting money for it. But at the same time, it's it's the way that they, it's it's their personality, it's their, you know, it's the way that they play. It's just all these little quirky moments that they have, kind of mixed in into the gameplay and all that good stuff. And it's, I watched it. I fell into the rabbit hole pretty hard when it came down to VTubers when when I first found out who they were. And I thought that they were fun. They, they're fun. They're hilarious at times. And it's it, it was just an enjoy, enjoyable experience for me. Well, that got me thinking like, well, I mean, VTubers for video games, that that's that's taking off right now. And a lot of these girls really know how to sing. So that got me thinking, what other like VTubers stuff is really out there that isn't to do with, you know, just video games? And that kind of got me thinking. So, as far as other ventures go, I, like there is the uh, the lewd cast, mm-hmm. which is between Yanners, Iron Mouse. No, no, no. It's it's between Iron Mouse, uh, Silver Veil, and uh, yeah, Project Melody. Mm-hmm. Yanners guessed it on it a couple times, but it's between those those main three though. I'm gonna be honest though. As much as these these people had the personality to be able to do their their Twitch streams, they're not very good on a podcast yet. Well, and I mean that's going to be the same thing for any podcast that really starts off. You're going to have the bumps, you're going to have the bumps, you're going to have the bruises, you're going to have some fall off, and you're also going to have those high points that all of a sudden dip down to low points. Yep. That's just a thing that that any sort of, you know, live stream media will always go through. Like it happens to a lot of people that right now, if you get on Twitch, there's some very, there's some there there are a lot of people that are playing the game, that are that are playing games. They're still playing it even though they only have like one or two viewers that are watching at that moment, yeah. or sometimes even zero viewers. Which is you know, uh, there there are people out there that that deserve your views outside of the main ones that you're seeing on your favorite video games. Just go out there exploring all that good jazz, but. That got me thinking outside of like, you know, all the video game stuff. What else has like VTuber stuff like that or virtual personas as I'm going to call them, I guess. And at that time, I realized that League of Legends dropped another single by the by the virtual group known as uh, KDA. Uh, Those those of you that, you know, follow League of Legends will know Kate will know the KDA skin line. It involves a Kali, Evelyn. Ari and Kaisa. Uh, right now, it also involves Seraphim. Sure, I guess she's there. Uh, I have mixed feelings about her, but at the same time, that's not my. That's that's just my own personal opinion with that. But on the flip side, they also have uh, fuck. What is the name of the other group that they made? 
with Echo, uh, Kiana, uh, Senna, Yasuo, and uh, Akali as well. It's it's like a kind of a rap group as well, and it's it's interesting because K-pop is always has always been a thing. It's always been this massive thing. Every single time that any sort of K-pop group drops any sort of song, it will garner millions of views within the first 30, 40 minutes of it dropping. Yeah, and then we've seen other phenomena that branched off from it as well. I mean, if you look in the metal community, we've had baby metal for almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because, like, hey, right now we have an actual virtual k-pop group going on right now as we speak kda we have a virtual rap group uh i think i I think i think they're literally just called giants i don't remember okay (laughs) i I haven't thought about them in in a bit here um but it's it's really interesting because they're they're in they're into video games now they're into the music industry what other industry do you think that these that these virtual idols will be able to, you know, branch out into? I think the virtual idols thing might have been inevitable, especially considering the fact that we've had gorillas ever since 2000. And they even have their own, like, backstory behind, uh, like, all of the characters that are in there, too, if I remember correctly. Right. The difference, though, is that gorillas has a main creative brain behind the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these... Uh, these uh, I guess K-pop tubers or the the uh, the virtual yeah virtual K-pop. Let's yeah. just put it at that. With the virtual K-pop, it's gonna. I think it's gonna feel a little bit more corporate in terms of like uh, having a, a writing team for this and, and people like designing this to be filtering in as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna. It's oh God. It's it's really st- actually. Sleepy Sith Lord brought in a good example here. Mm. Death Clock. Death Clock. Yeah. Except with Death Clock, though, if you go to see a live show, you're not watching any members of Death Clock. You're watching Brendan Small and whoever he hires to be the uh, the you know other musicians with the band. Ah, I guess you. It, and I mean, I I guess to a certain extent. We already have virtual. We, we we already have another version of like the virtual persona, that would you know be anime or animations and stuff like that. Um, I mean, God, we even had a uh, uh, Kitsuna Miku. He oh, Hatsune Miku. Yeah, Hatsune Miku. Yeah, we have her in terms of you know another virtual, virtual singer from Japan, and I don't know why it just it it made me start thinking like what exactly are they gonna like how far is this gonna go like how far will this spread like is it gonna spread into every point uh, every every faucet of our like entertainment industry or like where's it gonna stop where's it not going to work i don't see it working in in the film industry um there could be manga based off of the characters, obviously. There's manga based off of Hatsune Miku anyway. Yeah. Well, here, here's here's the other thing, though. If you think about it, and I, I, I know I'm probably going to reach here, a lot a lot of anime is going to be that sort of, in, in, in that sort of way. And, I, I, of course, I'm reaching here, but 
if you think about it, Naruto would be one of those stars, you know? Yeah. He has had a, he has had a shit ton of he has had a shit ton of uh of movies. Uh Bleach with Ichigo has had a shit ton of movies. You could do it with Sonic. You you I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh, could easily do it with Sonic. But it's I think I'm honestly waiting for I'm waiting for virtual movie stars at this point. Cuz we already have virtual e-celebs because these these uh VTubers aren't, don't just play video games, they also do hangout streams. They like just talk to their viewers sometimes for streams just because they can. I I think it would be sort of like the way that wrestling is. Like, you know, wrestling characters just um, instead of them being wrestlers, they're musicians or you know virtual musicians. Mm-hmm. And God, it's it's strange because if you would have if you would have asked me what have you uh, what have YouTubers, I would have had no fucking idea like ten years ago. I I I would have thought that you were fucking just joking that virtual idols were going to be taking over. And now my favorite. Virtual idol, uh, idol right now is a shark. Uh, it is a very small shark and a very small happy dog. Okay, what what do you like about the shark? Uh, what's her name again? Uh, Gura. Yeah, yeah. What do you like about her? I don't know why. It's it's just. It's the same way that I like Corona from Hollow Life. Well, they're from they're both from Hollow Life. It's just it's happy go lucky, happy go lucky bullshit, and it it, it it's it just wholesome bullshit that just appears. And it just makes me happy on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, and the the dog one. Um, what what is her name? Corona. Okay, Corona. Corona. Uh, is she the one that uh, where where Duke comes from? Yeah, the douche meme. Yeah, yeah. that the douche one. Meme, yeah, uh, that one. I've seen a couple of clips of her, like one where she she mutters "fuck" while trying to play "fuck" <laughs> the Mario Maker. Yeah, or when she tries to say things in English and she's she's doing her damnedest. Doing the tongue twister, she sells sea shells by the seashore. Yeah, um, th- like good effort on her on that. Yeah, and it's and because ugh, God, and it's 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 really weird because they notice that they started gaining an international audience, and they're they're starting to get an English audience, so they wanted to try their damnedest to make sure that, you know, even their English audience would feel welcome at their streams. Instead of just always speaking Japanese, they started speaking, they started speaking in English. And it's like, oh, that's, that's a really nice effort. Like, I, 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 I finally have a way to at least somewhat communicate with other people, uh, with, with, with these streamers that I, that I'm watching right now. Yeah, and they, they do a good job with it. Oh yeah, they do a good job. And then Hololive, and Hololive EN just, really fucking builds on that like you like these virtual you like these virtual idols well how about some virtual idols that you know are not streaming at two in the morning when you are asleep or six in the morning when you are barely waking up yep and it's like i'm okay okay yeah sure all right you got me there son (laughs) serenardi also says uh 
Irish wristwatch is also a fun tongue, fun tongue twister. Uh, it doesn't look hard until you get halfway through. I, I try. Yeah. Irish. Oh, Irish wristwatch. Yeah. That's, that's really hard. I would like to see a VTuber try that and succeed. I, I would like, I want to watch her do it just to like cheer her on to get her to do it. I'll spend $5 redos on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So let, let's talk about the, the monetary gain for these things then. Like where, um, like, what are you thinking about as far as um, how people are donating money to these VTubers? Like, do you think it's it's worth doing? Well, it it always comes back to why do people donate to streamers? It's because they want they want to show their support for the streamer. They want to have their favorite streamer uh, streamer recognize them. They want their favorite. They want their favorite streamer to be involved, and the streamer wants to be involved with the audience. So, donating for super chats, like that. That that's going to be the easiest way for you to really just say to yourself, like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna interact with this person. And so, I know you have some qualms about donations at times. Um, for me, it <clears throat> it's all about what do you get out of it. Um, it, I tend to enjoy a smaller stream way more than like, like I, I like watching Dr. Disrespect, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see me ch- chatting there. Yeah. Just cause like when you're watching a giant stream, you're not really watching individual people saying things. It, you're, you're seeing a hive mind of people responding to what's going on. Yeah. Um, there are times where it's like I would watch PSA Sitch do his streams and I would send in a, a super chat. Um, sometimes I would do a, a bit donation to to Maddox when he's doing his stream. And what he does is, is he makes it so that let's say he's role playing as Cowboy Oxmad. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> if you if you make a donation or if you subscribe or if you gift a subscription, then you actually get to have a name of the saloon put on a wheel and then every 40 minutes he spins that wheel to see what the name of the saloon will be and so i use it to shit post um i remember sending a, a name suggestion uh, the barebackers watering hole <laughs> like we, we made it an inside joke that barebackers was like people who ride on horses without saddles <laughs> so, Jesus. But, yeah, uh, but also you can you can donate to throw in a name for the horse. So, you know, it's Cowboy Oxmad and whatever the name of the horse is. And it's a lot of fun. Um you don't really get anything out of it except for the the nice entertainment. And so for me it's it's really all depending on what the situation what the stream is going to offer for me if I donate money. Yeah. And I, well, and I think the other reason why people donate to them is because there are times where they actually have general, uh, they actually have general questions, like actual questions that they want to ask the streamer to see if they would, you know, do some sort of a response to it. I did that with disguised toast when, uh, Legends who is of that? Re- uh, so he's basically, he's, he's another, he's another Twitch streamer. Or and and YouTuber that uh, plays a lot of strategy, uh, lo- plays a lot of card games online, and so I asked him about certain combinations that I can build into a deck, 
and he gave me some very useful pointers in how I how I should build a deck when it comes down to Legends of Ruin Terra. And then after that, I had a follow up questions where it's like, do you uh, do do you enjoy like what sort of RNG do you enjoy when it comes down to these sorts of games? And he he answered it. And it and it was it was it was really nice. I don't remember what he exactly said because God, that was this was Jesus the exact moment when uh, Legends of Ruin Terra dropped. Yeah, um, th- there is actually another stream that I'm going to point out here: Shaggy and the Creep. So that's Shaggy Two Dope and the Creep who works for Psychopathic Records. They they decided to do a, uh, a YouTube channel together, and so every once in a while they'll they'll do a stream, they'll do a podcast stream together. And people are able to toss in whatever questions they want to through super chats, which I, I think is a lot of fun. I've been able to do that, do that myself. The point where I would um, say, okay, maybe this is unhealthy, is when people develop these massive crushes over who they're watching. Yes, and then this is where the term simping comes from. Yeah, you are just just handing your money towards a woman because you think that she's attractive and you want the attention because of it. Yeah. So there is nothing wrong with supporting your favorite YouTuber or VTuber. But you also have to remember that they don't know you personally. So they're not going to like all of a sudden say like, oh my God, like four, 420 swagger swagger. Uh, donated, donated about a, a like a hundred bucks to my stream. I, I, I am drenched right now for this man. Like, ladies, hold yourselves. I, 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 I love all you women. No, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna say, "Wow, this guy donated donated a hundred dollars. He must really like the stream and the content that I am producing." Exactly. Remember, it's supposed to be a response to the content. It. it remember. Super chat should literally be in response to content or having like questions you really want answered. Like you're paying five bucks to get an answer to your question or to have them read off a funny haha that you wanted to type out and wanted to hear them say. Yeah. I mean, if you're watching Razor Fist doing a, a live stream, like he gets some some fucking funny super chats that come in. But he'll get a lot where people will ask his genuine opinion over certain bands. Like one person said, Rammstein. And uh, Razor took a moment and goes, eh, nah. Like maybe, I mean, he, the, that person was asking because they liked Rammstein. But it's actually fun to get the opinion from somebody that is talking about a genre of music or any kind of subject that you're into. Yeah. So, um just you, you got to make sure that you're donating for the right and healthy kind of reasons. There are people that will donate tons of money to a, to some chick and then they find out that she's single and then they demand a refund for it. Yep. No, no, no. No. That's, that's not, not how that's this not works, how this buddy. Works. No. Like if I give a, a tip to a waitress and find out that she has a boyfriend, like I can't ask for that tip back nor should I. No. Like you are giving, you are you are tipping her because of the service she provided you, not because you you want her to jump on your dick. If you want that, go pay a prostitute. But these streamers are not prostitutes; they are content creators. Don't get fucking excited because all of a sudden they noticed you. Well, think of how many viewers so many of them get. Like, for us, for a normal human being, 
how many relationships can you have? And I'm talking like family, friends. I, I think the number is supposed to be like 150. Yeah, people, some, like, somewhere around there, approximately. Yeah, like you expect a person to be able to set aside all of their relationships just to be able to give you the attention like that. It ain't going to work like like that. No. And, 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 and God, it fucking sucks because a lot of these streamers, they will get harassed. They will get harassed on Twitter. They'll get harassed on their Twitch on their Twitch streams. And everyone wonders why the mods are being assholes. They're not being assholes. They're being protective because, Lord forbid, any one of you people actually starts fucking, you know, hammering on the harassment. Okay, I got one. Mm. Only fans. I think that VTubers might eventually go to OnlyFans. Project Melody drops her OnlyFans hardcore. It's just feet. Pi- it's just pixelized feet pics. Okay, yeah, you you jest, but like. That could be a thing. It probably will be a thing. I'm not... I kind of hope it isn't. I mean... Because <laughs> in my mind... Like, say what you will, and I know I'm probably going to get flack because we already talked about Project Melody. VTubers are always going to be that kind of wholesome thing that you watch. They're They're there to have a hell of a lot of fun. And I mean... On, on top of that... Project Melody is, you know, she does it like there there's there's two different streams she does. You know, the ones where you do where she 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 is going to be doing the sexy times and then there's go, then there's the ones where she's actually trying to create content. And it's like I don't know, it just when when they do the wholesome stream stuff like that, like it's it's nice. It's nice and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I don't I don't really see VTubers really jumping into that sort of thing because they've already kind of garnered a reputation where it's like you're watching a VTuber. Well, depending on the depending on the VTuber that you're watching, it's gonna be wholesome or it's gonna be or it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah, I I, I do want to clarify one thing too. By the way, uh, I am not against OnlyFans, and the reason why I'm not against OnlyFans is because. I I genuinely genuinely believe that nobody should be shamed for doing sex work. No, and that's the majority of OnlyFans. I mean, there's there's people who are posting just lewds. Some do nudes. Some do both. Some do boy girl videos and and photos. There's a whole wide world of people that are on OnlyFans. What I what I don't like though is that you don't get to keep anything that gets posted there. No. So uh, like, if you're gonna spend fifteen bucks. Per month for somebody on their OnlyFans, you gotta make sure it's it's somebody that is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Like Belle Delphine, no. Aww. Like some some of these people charge like fifty bucks per month just to be able to to view their OnlyFans. And and, and then you've got people that just started an OnlyFans, and so people that, that join from there are the early investors. <laughs> if we're gonna bring economic terms into this, like I, I, I don't find anything wrong with OnlyFans. I, I think, though, that people need to just be careful about what they're doing with uh, OnlyFans subscriptions. Because depending on the person, it, it might not actually be worth it monetarily here. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Yeah. Well, is there anything else we want to mention about this this topic? Don't loot the dog. Don't loot the dog. Don't loot the cat. <laughs> Well, 
I think after this episode, we've had another uh, successful stream and recording here. Very success. Yes, very success. So, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Thank you for watching the stream, by the way, for the guys that that decided to join in while we do this. You it is, are the true heroes. This is sort of bringing in a, a new breath of fresh air for me from doing these podcast recordings. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make it a goal to keep bringing people into these streams, get butts into seats, and someday, at some point, maybe work towards becoming Twitch um, partners, affiliates, partners. Yeah. Yeah. Doing something like that to help build the audience. And uh, it, to, to help us out here, as mentioned before, th- share the show. And Orange Monkey 5 says no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and until next time, fall damage. Victory Royale, oh, Victory Royale, fucking like actual, like you are the Apex Legend, the fucking Apex Legends. Yeah, how'd it go? It was for the first time in my life, involuntarily, I jumped from my seat and I and I yelled, "Let's go!" Really fucking loud. Yeah, and it, it, God, it just it makes me feel. Every victory makes me feel like I fucking earned it. And I need that in a multiplayer game. Yeah. I need I need to feel that I failed on my own merit, and I need to feel that I succeeded on my own merit. Oh, shit. Uh, Weirdo is in the chat saying Destiny 2 is officially offline for 14 hours for the new expansion. Oh, shit. She had that's to, right. Weirdo had to crawl out of his hole. This traction plugin is currently in demo mode. Like he finally Please gets to start come out a 30 day like, free trial where, where or unlock with a license Destiny. to disable this warning. <laughs> oh, do you, do you want a drink? Yeah, I gotta get all my bodily functions out of the way, including hydrating, uh, <laughs> rehydrating, uh, giving myself sustenance, um, making sure that everything isn't checked before I dive back into the hole in about 14 hours. These 14 hours are precious to you, my family, because this is going to be the last time you see me. <laughs> oh, it's like, it goes offline for 14 hours. 14 hours, huh? Time for a piss break. <laughs> uh, Sleepy Sith Lord also says, you done fucked up. That's the fun thing about this. Uh, you, like, people who are watching this stream get to see the fuck ups and all. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that adds a lot of uh, personality into the streams, and I... I really enjoy that. I'm a very behind the scenes kind of person. Yeah. So um, it's, it's great. It's great. I, I love being able to do this and uh, this is so refreshing. So guys, thank you. Oh,